0: Welcome to Big Picture You podcast series from VCG Studios. Good morning, afternoon, or night, everyone. Coming to you from the VCG Media Broadcast Booth, I'm Verve Coach Gordon, and you are listening to Big Picture You, the podcast where wellness practices and concepts meet practical application and real-life example. Today is Episode 2 of Season 2. I'm very proud to say that I now have listeners from across the globe. Included with my U.S. listeners are listeners from Ireland, Germany, Russia, Singapore, France and Italy. So a big shout of thanks to all y'all around the world. Please drop me a note at Gordon at vervecoach.com. I have to do a little bit of a disclaimer here for today's episode. Although there is no obscene or inappropriate language, content, or behavior in any Big Picture you episode, I do recommend this episode for folks age 15 and up. There are just a few harsh realities about growing up and coming of age in this broadcast. Today I'll be picking up on the harmony theme from last time as a way of considering the power of disharmony or dissonance, as in music, and defined by Merriam-Webster, a disagreement or incongruity, disharmony or dissonance. Yet, even disharmony or dissonance is a great lesson-learning device. This is where the power comes in, as in today's title, Fight or Flight, the Power of Personal Disharmony. Keep considering lifelong learning, and how negatives teach us as much or more than positives. I ask you also to consider conditioning for viewing things from alternate perspectives. So important in all of the vervish processes. We must also shake things up now and then, in order to avoid the same-o-same-o syndrome. We kind of create a purposeful disharmony, And at first, this may not necessarily be viewed as a response to a perceived threat, and I'll expand on that concept in a moment. But could this purposeful disharmony also actually be such a response to a perceived threat? But in the larger picture, what about if someone feels that their individuality, a huge facet of their identity, and we've talked about identity facets before, is actually being threatened, bringing about actions that others believe may be contrary to who they perceive that person to be. Of course, ultimately, we should always be striving to minimize negatives and way increase positives. And remember always that positives and negatives or degrees of such are certainly not always defined the same way by different people or under different circumstances. We've got to be flexible in our thinking and in our actions, folks. So lots of tasty stuff to think about as we move into today's broadcast. For this episode, Fight or Flight, The Power of Personal Disharmony. I'm going to share a true narrative in which I will be revealing some very, until now, personal and somewhat private stuff. So, circling back to response to a perceived threat. Fight or flight response, also known as acute stress response. Most times it's thought of as in the moment, facing an imminent physical or psychological, including emotional, threat. Your inherent response mechanisms kick in and prompt you to either confront the threat or fly from the threat. My narrative today refers, as with all things here on the Big Picture U program, to a more big picture interpretation of fight or flight. Going back to a time in my life when I was confronted with what I perceived as multiple large-scale threats, being a young person at the time, it is quite possible that I blew some things out of proportion not really considering the long term picture or the big picture or consequences related to my actions, but such is the young mind at work and at play, I reckon. And there were certainly no methodologies, catchphrases, or concepts like, and some of you may be familiar with these social emotional learning SEL or positive youth development PYD that many youth may benefit from in today's educational and social environment. It is also now known that the adolescent mind does not come to maturity, I should say the adolescent brain, until age 26. I've also done a little bit of research about adolescent brain development and found out that the logic center is the last part of the brain to fully develop. Some of you may have known that, but I sure didn't. Before that happens, adolescents are functioning primarily on emotion, and varying levels of emotion as the logic center develops. Pretty fascinating business. But for me, like everybody, the reality I was living was my reality and sometimes it's hard for us to let outside influencers inside to help sort things out and maybe even help us refine ours into a more positive and fulfilling reality i had a rough time in high school things started turning for me academically around 8th grade going from a straight A student to a C and D student to a DNF student by my sophomore year in high school. Along with that, I began going through personal changes regarding motivation, drive, and happiness. Just overall happiness. Or more so, I should say, the lack of those things. I'm going to provide a little bit of a timeline for you all. And remember, my narratives are just a way of using real-life example that aligns with my messaging and contents. Anywho, during the summer between 7th and 8th grade, my best friend and study mate found out he had to go to a different junior high school than me, or what they call middle school now. So looking back at that decline in my grades, looks like I needed some guiding influence, and as we'll see in a few moments, That could have and did come from not the positive direction, but the more negative direction, which was rearing its ugly head more and more. As I mentioned earlier, sometimes it's hard to let others inside to help us. And the closer someone may be in relationship, the more we want to shut them out. But on my own... I was becoming more and more confused and confusing overall. I developed uh, a bit of a substance abuse problem in high school that, in addition to my grade slipping, brought me to a point where I was going to school only to meet friends and then turn around and leave school more often than not. I did scrape through graduation, got a diploma from my high school while finishing my credits at what was then called an alternative high school after high school my first attempt at community college failed miserably and i found myself desperately applying for any job i had to leave my high school job because of failing grades so not a lot of previous and or practical experience then of all things my best friend like a brother to me, out of nowhere passed away. He was found unconscious in his pickup truck, taken to a hospital. He slipped into a coma and within hours had departed this plane of existence. It was a heavy trauma for all of us who were close to him. He was just 19 years old. Making the trauma worse for me, I was accused of giving him some kind of drug That had done this to him. Pretty devastating for a kid that age, and very much not true. As it turned out, he suffered from Rice Syndrome, a condition whereby intense brain damage can occur and can even be fatal after the use of aspirin. It took some time to recover and heal emotionally. But after a while, I met a girl who captivated my full attention and emotions. So the hurt of my best friend's passing really began to subside. And then, suddenly, her family's moving back to New York. Ay. yay, yay! I'm telling you, folks, things were really coming to a head. This young feller was uh, facing a bit of trouble here on a few different levels shortly after her and her family's move I was out on a night at partying with friends and got into a bit of road rage with another motorist well long story short I ended up in some serious trouble with the law barely 19 years old feeling really low but as I said earlier I did not at that time or was not capable of fully considering or understanding long-term consequence. When it came to fight or flight in the face of my perceived imminent threats, both in the moment and in the big picture, I most certainly flew. All the way to New York where my girlfriend and her family had just moved. My dad as a police officer was able to get me a deal with the judge and DA that if I stayed out east and out of trouble, and that meant employed and productive as well, my record would be expunged at age 21. My dad was truly a great guy. But man, old oh man, being out in New York was like being in a movie. What a spectacle for a young Colorado boy and plenty of bad influences in that city. What saved me was having my girlfriend's family's support. Her mom, my New York mom, took me under her wing and mentored me through some very difficult times. My girlfriend's dad got me a great job in New Jersey, many miles away. And to his credit, he was very clever in nudging me away from his young daughter. After all, she had a future ahead of her too. So at first I commuted from New York every day to New Jersey to my job until I got my first apartment. And that was really a single bedroom rented in an elderly woman's house for 25 bucks a week. I moved to New Jersey, drove up to New York every weekend for a good while after that. And then my car got repoed. The great job that I had gotten was too late to save it. So I commuted by bus and by train on weekends for a short time back up to New York. Then the full breakup came from my girlfriend, and I stayed in New Jersey. The commute was no longer to be. I was still carrying a lot of emotional baggage, had even added some, and was doing some heavy soul-searching. When I look back on my first walk down 42nd Street, the red light district before it was Disneyized and made family friendly, super heavy and wild red light district, we're talking all kinds of drugs, human trafficking, prostitution, live sex show clubs, yikes, and me being somewhat of a naive western lad, I was still struggling a bit and in a pretty vulnerable state but I had the foundation my rescue family re-established for me after being scattered for a while based on the work my parents had already done. Credit given where credit's due, folks. It's just that we all need to find messaging that really speaks to us, and hopefully it is positive messaging. Even in the case of a parent, they may not be able to cut through where some other adult may be able to, for various reasons. And those reasons could be a total episode of its own. But I do hope that my messaging speaks to you in a very positive and empowering way. righty, now, here's the big picture you take away, or moral of the story as they say, for today's broadcast. Folks, everyone experiences disharmony. And sometimes we do create it for ourselves. It doesn't matter young or old, because in life we face an endless ebb and flow of challenges that we must negotiate and rise above in order to live our most fulfilling big picture. These challenges are sometimes in common with other folks, and sometimes they are unique to us. It is that internal harmony that must be at the very foundation of our lives. So please be empathetic toward one another. Be a guide in a positive model whenever you come across opportunity. Strive to understand yourself and how other people's challenges relate to your own and vice versa. And of course, it is our belief here at VCG That greater harmony in our own lives will certainly bring greater harmony to our groups, organizations, and institutions. And providing you with materials, tools, and mediums to help you create your life's masterpiece, the 11 energies of the verve. Now these are simply foundational values that can be referred to at any time to help negotiate challenge help in decision-making, or even gain motivation and positivity. You can see those listed on my website, www.vervecoach.com, or you can contact me for a pocket-sized carrying card. It's a really great colorful graphic with the tree of empowerment pictured with the list of 11. You are listening to Big Picture You podcast series from VCG Studios. I do encourage you to check out my website. There's a lot of good information there as well as access to my book, articles, free infographics, podcast links, newsletters, and other good stuff. And of course, there's contact links to reach me at the highest possible speed. All content, text, and music our copyright Verve Coach Gordon, unless otherwise cited. Thanks so much for listening to the Big Picture You program today, Season 2, Episode 2, Fight or Flight, The Power of Personal Disharmony. I always appreciate listener feedback, so please reach out to Gordon at VerveCoach.com with questions or even answers for that matter. And remember, kindness is beautiful, both toward others and yourself, in creating an amazing and empowering big picture you, big picture me, and big picture us. Be well, my friends.